Hello and welcome to Informed, a podcast series where you will hear industry experts share their thought-provoking insights and lessons in the field of medical communications. This series is brought to you by ISMAP and is generously sponsored by MedThinkSciCom. The views expressed in this recording are those of individuals and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of ISMAP or the companies with which they are affiliated. This presentation is for informational purposes only and is not intended as legal or regulatory advice. My name is Eleanor Rainsford. I am a Global Medical Publications and Communications Senior Manager at Ipsen. I was also Vice Chair of ISMAP's 2023 European Meeting Programme Committee. I'm here today speaking with Rob Pilbrow about important trends and ideas that came out of the recent European meeting. Hi Rob, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, Eleanor. Hi, everyone. I'm Rob Pilbrow, EU Director, Scientific and Editorial Services at Sinius Health Communications. And I was the chair of ISMAP's 2023 European Meeting Programme Committee. So, Rob, this was our third time working together on the ISMAP EU Meeting Programme Committee, but our first in-person event. And I understand it was a bit of a record breaker. Yes, absolutely. This was a notable European meeting of ISMAP for several reasons, I think. It was our first in-person meeting since January. January 2020. And it really was wonderful to see so many friends and colleagues from across our industry in London when we met back in January. It was also great to see, despite the necessary break from meeting face to face over the last three years, there's still huge enthusiasm for this meeting from the European publication community. So at the meeting, we had a record number of attendees with more than 350 registered for the meeting. And we also had a record number of abstracts submitted and a record number of member proposals. It was fantastic to see the engagement from the meeting attendees. The energy in the room was palpable. There was certainly a lot of excitement around the meeting, and that was also captured in the meeting feedback, which was great to see. Thinking about the themes of the meeting and discussions, what was an important topic that came up for you? One topic that really clearly came through for me was the patient perspective. It came up in nearly every session, and clearly it was a central theme of the meeting. Now, this was partly intentional, as when we were designing the agenda for the meeting as a programme committee, we were keen to include multiple sessions on this topic. But it also happened organically in what seemed like unrelated sessions, which to me illustrates how much of a hot topic this is right now. From patient authorship to patient steering committees, to plain language summary standards, and to designing communication materials that meet diverse patient needs, we saw a very much an in-depth exploration of the theme. How about you? Was there anything that you picked up around patients, Eleanor? Well, for me, one of the discussion points that really hit home was around the payment given to patients. One of the attendees highlighted that for individuals receiving benefits, an additional payment from a pharma company could then change that individual's eligibility for benefits further down the line and cause some issues, which would be the last thing that we would want to do. I think it's something that we need to be really careful and aware of. And I also wonder if we'll get to the point where payments to patients need to be tracked in a similar way to payments to HCPs. Mm. Yeah, an interesting prospect. Was there any other areas or another area that you felt would impact us as pubs professionals? Well, use of social media was another hot topic. It was touched upon in one of the plenary sessions and discussed further in the Q&A, but it wasn't the complete focus of any session. It is such a tricky area. In theory, social media should be an incredibly useful platform for communicating to the wider scientific community, to patients, caregivers, charities, advocates, you name it. Most people do interact with social media in one way or another. However, we must make sure that we are using it 
appropriately and not in a way that could be considered promotional. It is a little bit of a minefield. Interestingly, in the UK, the PMCPA released their long-awaited social media guidance just after our EU meeting. And I'm curious to know as to how this may have influenced discussions if it had been released earlier. And I think probably it's worthwhile having discussions around this and how we've responded to it in next year's meeting. Yes, yes, I agree. And staying in the digital space, the word on everyone's lips at the meeting was ChatGPT. Having been released at the end of November 2022, it was definitely an area where attendees wanted to know more and wanted to share their experiences. And while there weren't many sessions focused on ChatGPT, given the timing of the planning cycle for the meeting, it came up again and again in Q&A sessions. And we had a couple of timely roundtable topics exploring the broader application of artificial intelligence to insight analysis and in plain language summary generation as well. So when it, when it comes to ChatGPT and when it came to it at the meeting, everyone's really keen to explore its application to our industry from things like idea generation to synthesizing and summarizing information to its use in rewording content to target um, different audiences, for instance. And then, of course, the ethical accuracy and regulatory considerations around its use. I personally am hugely excited about the changes that our industry is going to see in the months and years ahead. And I know, that, for instance, the forthcoming annual meeting of ISMAP has several sessions dedicated to the topic. There really is so much more to come in this space. Yes, so ChatGPT is certainly taking off. We should probably add that other chatbots and AI tools are available. Without wishing to sound like a naysayer, it's all super exciting, but I do think we need to exercise caution. We need to make sure that we're not compromising data integrity by uploading unpublished data or manuscripts and asking it to create an abstract or a plain language summary. I don't know what happens to the information that you upload. Would this cause a problem later? I think it's interesting, though, to see the guidance that various publishers have already shared around using ChatGPT and AI tools in manuscript development and how presently AI tools can be used with appropriate disclosures, but they can't be listed as authors as they can't meet the fourth ICMJ criterion of taking accountability and responsibility for the data. You can't hold AI accountable for anything yet, but who knows what might happen? It is an interesting area that is rapidly progressing, and I'm sure there will be many ways that we will be able to use it as we look into this in the future. Another key word from the meeting was creativity. The meeting theme itself was fueling creativity. Would you mind explaining, Rob, how that came about? Yes, good question. I think not many would have expected a creativity theme from ISMAP. Indeed, I imagine there are many in the pubs community who perhaps might not think of themselves as very creative. But while creativity can be more commonly associated with, say, the arts, creative approaches can be utilised in our industry to lead to novel ways of thinking about problems and for advancing the scientific and medical fields. As a committee, we wanted to challenge some of these preconceptions around creativity to show that it's not just about the visual, but can involve the generation, exploration and interpretation of novel and valuable ideas. And it therefore spans a wide variety of areas and applications. Our meeting theme explored the science of creativity and its application in problem solving and innovation in medical publications and communications. And to support this aim, we welcome Duncan Stevens, who is an internationally renowned creativity consultant as keynote speaker. And for me, he really demonstrated the importance of applying creative strategies in our field. And I thought he provided some really nice um, practical 
uh, frameworks that we can all benefit from in order to apply more creative thinking within our roles. Now, Eleanor, the concept of creativity was really nicely applied at the meeting as well in how we covered one of the biggest topics of the preceding year, the release of GPP 2022. Would you talk us through it? Absolutely. So for transparency, I am totally biased as I was part of the team organising this plenary and I also moderated the session on the day. But I so enjoyed our approach and the discussions around GPP. GPP 2022 was published in August 2022, a few days after my birthday. (laughs) The birthday present you've been waiting for. Definitely. I love guidelines. So by the time we'd got to the EU meeting, the updated guidance had been available for four or five months. We'd already had a number of presentations on what was new. So decided for the EU meeting, the focus should be on how the guidance has been interpreted and implemented and give an opportunity to discuss this with the members of the GPP 2022 steering committee. The content of the session was entirely directed by the publications community through completion of a survey. In the session itself, we reminded ourselves that GPP is an ethos not an SOP, and then focused on three main topics that had merged from the survey, authorship, reimbursement, and patient involvement in publications. Our panel representing agency, pharma, and publishing then provided further guidance around these topics. We also had a couple of case study presentations and welcomed additional questions from the audience. Personally, I thought it was a great opportunity to seek clarification from the individuals who've been immersed in GPP, and I found it really insightful and practical. Moving on, Something that's been so important to us as chairs of the European Programme Committee is that the European meeting represents the needs and interests of all stakeholders in the medical publications and communications industry, from industry representatives to agencies, publishers, solution providers, and of course, patients. And we genuinely strive to build an agenda that speaks to all of these groups and reflects this broad community. This year, for example, we had a number of parallel sessions that were primarily targeted at those in industry roles. One provided useful and practical guidance around balancing creativity, the meeting theme, as we just heard, with compliance. We heard from a range of industry publications leaders about the possibilities of driving creativity within the framework of industry publication processes and regulations with some excellent case studies shared. And I think, Eleanor, you attended another industry-focused parallel, right? Yes, I did. The parallel session I attended was around harmonising local and global publications planning. It was really interesting to hear the different experiences of professionals leading global and regional publication teams and from individuals from different sized companies talking about their best practices and challenges for developing publication plans that truly integrate global and local projects. There were some common themes despite the differences between the organisations and approaches. I think sometimes that as global publication managers and leads, we live and breathe publications every day. And sometimes we forget that for our local colleagues, it's very likely that publications are one of many other responsibilities that they have. We are, however, all working towards the same common goal. And it's important that this is is done collaboratively. But I think in some instances, we've not quite found the perfect formula yet. It's given me some fuel for thought in my own role. And for me, it truly embodies how the ISMAP EU meeting and the opportunity to attend sessions and network can be informative to our day-to-day activities as publication professionals. I completely agree, Eleanor. This was my third year as meeting chair, and I think my seventh year on the committee. 
And it really has been such a fulfilling and interesting role and opportunity. I've had the pleasure of making so many connections across the global publications community. And it's been a true privilege to work alongside yourself and other colleagues on the committee to build the programme and plan for each meeting. I would especially like to encourage those listening to get involved and volunteer for a committee as well, be it the European Programme Committee or one of the many other committees that ISMAT runs. There is a volunteer drive in May or June of each year. And for me, the strength of ISMAP as an organisation is reliant on the contributions of volunteers. So my advice would be to put your hand up and get involved. Thank you so much, Rob. It was really wonderful working with you and our fellow committee members, and I'm excited for what's to come next. So thank you for listening to Informed for Medical Communication Professionals. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on your favourite podcast app, inform your colleagues and rate our show highly if you liked what you heard today. We hope that you will also join us at an upcoming ISMAPU webinar or even consider becoming a member of our association. Just go to ismap.org. That is I-S-M-P-P dot org to learn more. I'm Eleanor Rainsford.